Hey, Backtrackers, it's me, John. Corey and I wanted to address that we record a lot of these episodes well in advance due to our busy schedules. We might not be discussing events in real time, such as Aerosmith postponing their Vegas shows. We are saddened by Stephen's relapse, and we wish him a speedy recovery. Um, Thank you guys for listening, and we appreciate all of you. Good morning, Glory. Hallelujah to you. And welcome to Backtracks Aerosmith Revisited, the only podcast out there that's going to ask the important questions. What's with the juju bees on your oo bees? What <laughs> is with the juju bees on your oo bees? Of course, I'm asking my good friend, John Mariano, who's joining me every week. My name is Corey Morissette. John, how's it going, my friend? It is going pretty well, Corey. You know, you know another week. Another round of Red Dead Redemption online with my buddy Ken and my buddy Jeff. Um, Another week of listening to Pop Rock and Radio. Another week of gorging on foods that I will not bring up here because I do not want to upset the apple cart. Thank you for that. Whenever you, and you were such a a prick uh, not that long ago, you would send me pictures of the shit you were cooking and making me just so envious and, and so upset. It almost destroyed my marriage, John, because my wife can't cook like you. If, if if I could have sent you the smell of that sausage and peppers, I absolutely like we. That's the next thing that phones need to do. It's like a smell app. <laughs> oh God, driving me nuts! But you mentioned our good friend Ken Napsock. Let's talk about Ken Napsock. Ken Napsock and pop rock and radio, the big hits, album cuts, and B sides from the rock and pop world that make up the soundtracks of our lives. Look for live shows and make requests. Sing, dance, and celebrate the music with the pop rock and radio community that features myself and John Mariano. So uh, if you don't want to follow us on Twitter, but you want to interact with us live, when uh, Ken's got a live uh, stream going to Pop Rock and Radio, uh, you're usually able to find one or both of us uh, in the chat room uh, talking about music and uh, requesting super cool songs. Uh, it's uh, it's the way I spend my Saturday nights, Corey. I I, uh, I I like to try to get together with a couple of friends. I put Ken on my my, my iPhone on on the Mixcloud app, and I I, pl- I plug that into my Bluetooth speaker. And, and just just let it roll for two hours while, while we drink, hang out, and catch up. It's a fantastic time. I'm, I'm looking forward to next Saturday where uh, I, I can join my friends and, and go through that again. But tonight, John, we have some unfinished business. we got a mixtape that we have to populate. Uh, we've only got 12 songs on it right now. We're going to eventually have 18 songs on there, and we're going through over 300 to get there. Uh, I'm still not quite sure how this is going to work, um, it's easy right now. We're just listening to some great tunes and talking about them and putting them on the mixtape. But uh, show 19 is where uh, shit is going to get real. Yeah, it's uh, to me, show 19 is going to be a special one. Um, everyone should kind of earmark it right now because that's where the conversation really starts, Corey. And we might have to reformat the show a little bit by the time we get there because we're going to need a little bit more time for discussion. That's right. And, uh, you know, show 19, uh, that's Stevie Iserman's number, my favorite hockey player of all time. So uh, I'm looking forward to that one, even though I've already got a couple songs in my head that I'm pretty sure I'm ready to give the boot to. Um, but, you know, we'll see when that discussion comes around. You, you, you know, I used to play as the Red Wings in, in NHL 94. And uh, 
I, I used to just check the hell out of Wayne Gretzky, just like just like that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I I love that game, and and Eisenman was my guy. And I, I met Steve Eisenman, uh, fantastic individual, great guy, uh, Canadian hockey legend. I got his jersey hanging up in my man cave, uh, autographed by by Stevie Y himself, and. Detroit in NHL 94 was almost unstoppable. You had Fedorov and you had Lidstrom. You had all those great guys. So uh, good call picking them to play with. You, you, you with your humble brags are going to freaking kill me, Corey. <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't we talk about what we got on the mixtape and what we got on the die? So uh, last week, Walk on Water, uh, one of the new tracks or unreleased tracks from Big Ones, found its way on there in slot number 12, which means... We got six songs to pick from tonight, John, and they are Chip Away the Stone, which has been there since week one, Helter Skelter, You Gotta Move, Seasons of Wither, Sick as a Dog, and Just Push Play. So, John, uh, what are you in the mood for tonight? I'm really, like, I, I, I know I said it at the top of the show off the air to you, I think it'd be really cool to get Helter Skelter out of the way on our 13th episode, but um, I'm kind of looking forward to Just Push Play, you know? Every time that you throw a track on there that I... I haven't heard or I'm a little bit less familiar with. Um, I get excited, and I, I I've heard just push, push play, but I've certainly heard it a lot less than most of the other tracks that we throw on here. So um, I'm going to go with that. That would be my pick that I'm looking most forward to. Awesome. I, I'm really hoping for a chip away the stone. I put that on the die week one, and it's still there. It, it's one of it's the last OG track uh, from week one on there. And it's just also one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. So what do you say, John? Let's give it a roll and see what we come up with. Go ahead, go ahead Corey. Let, let, let your wrist fly. All right, here we go. And we're going to come up with Seasons of Wither. Uh, th this is a John pick. Uh, maybe tell us a little bit about it. Why did you put this on the wheel so early? So, so, so I, I, you know, I, I, I honestly, I love this track. I, I wanted something for the fans. Um, it's not on a lot of the greatest hits albums, and I feel like it should be. And um, we're making our own greatest hits album to a degree. So why don't we get it, talk about it a little bit and hopefully justify missed opportunities over the years with all of these greatest hits albums and how few of them have had, or how, have any of them had seasons of weather on it? You know what? I, I'm not sure if they ever did, actually. Uh, it was never released as a single. Um, so, it it kind of became a, a live staple uh, in the early days, but uh, I, I have to go back on their uh, their concert statistics here and see how many times Seasons of Wither was actually played. Three hundred and seventeen over the years, John. So yeah, uh, needless to say, they like this track. Starting in '86, they started playing it and uh, played it a ton. Actually, in two thousand six, played it sixty five times on that tour. So uh, a favorite of the band, but. Um, yeah, it was never a, a big hit or anything. Uh, it was never a, a single or anything like that. Uh, just uh, one of those great songs off of Get Your Wings. Yeah, no, this is a song that Tyler wrote back in 73, back when he was living with Joey Kramer. And, uh, you know, he was quoted as saying he used to lie down in, in his bed at dawn, listening to the wind in the bare trees and how lonely and melancholy it sounded. It, um, he, he was pissed off about his taxes and, and get, 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 getting helps to, to write. So, so one night he went down to the basement um, where, where they had a rug on the floor and a couple of box, boxes for furniture. 
took out fun uh, tunials and and a few few seconds and um, scooped up the guitar Joey gave him and um, it was an old dumpster uh, guitar and with some incense and, and wrote seasons of weather so he wrote he wrote it you know just strumming a guitar in his basement and nice. uh, I, I think that's a pretty cool story absolutely and uh, I was able to look it up it was featured uh, and pe- on uh, Pandora's box in 91 and oh yeah ultimate Aerosmith hits in 2002 and there's a live version on uh, the live album rock in the joint which was released 2005 uh, yeah, they so also performed it on unplugged as well yeah no, i know they play, I performed it on unplugged and you know, you know it's a shame they, they never officially released unplugged because i would love to, to review some of their un- unplugged work oh i know they, they had to hangman's jury was a standout on, on unplugged for sure yeah yeah uh actually tesla covered uh, this song on their reel to reel album uh, not that long ago so that'd be a pretty cool cover to check out if uh, anyone's so inclined i'm a pretty big fan of tesla you 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 and i both uh five man ac- acoustical jam was constantly playing playing on my car radio growing up i hear you all right john what do you say let's go back to 1974 the album is get your wings and the song seasons of wither yeah. So just to set the mood a little bit, if you're listening to this uh, on vinyl, uh, the the song right before this was Train Kept Rolling. So we go from that to the crowd cheering to now this haunting kind of wind noise, this howling wind. Uh, kind of a, a cool little segue to this track, I thought. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a great segue. And hearing the crowd for the first time, like an Aerosmith crowd, um, is it, kind of exciting. You know, like we said, we I think we said last episode, we weren't looking to do any live tracks just yet, um, but he, here we are and Get Your Wings, and it's it, it, it's it's a studio album. It's it's still not one of the live albums, mm-hmm. and here he, here we are with Seasons of Weather, and we get we, we get to hear the, the crowd's reaction to one of their songs as we move into the, the howling winds, and uh, now let's get haunted a little bit.
so I think we have an interesting dynamic to the song already, Corey. It's like last last week you've had picked a pretty hard riff, and we open with a pretty hard riff here. But then we go into almost a, a song with, with, with the way Stephen's singing with the instruments here. It almost feels like it belongs in a coffee shop to a degree, right? Like it's like it's a really stripped back version of Aerosmith, and you're getting the best of both worlds very early on in the song. Oh yeah, and right off the hop, you got Stephen Tyler on the acoustic guitar, yeah, kind of playing that intro riff right before the whole band. Before then, you get little Joe on the electric, and then the whole band kicks in. Yeah, it's getting like it feels like Aerosmith. Then we dial it right back, and then you got poetic Stephen Tyler. With lyrics like "blues hearted lady, sleepy was she, love for the devil brought her to me," uh, and I thought Stephen on this album really sounded fantastic. Uh, a lot is said about uh, how he sang on, on the first album, kind of in a different voice. This is Stephen Tyler showing off, you know, that that great timbre to his voice and his singing style. He can cover a ton of different ranges, and uh, here he is kind of doing a nice slow uh you know lower in the register type song and one of my favorite steven tyler vocal performances is on this song yeah no and and, and <clears throat> like we're getting to me to me peak steven tyler right here and so I, I know it's very early on to call it peak steven tyler but this is you, you know to me signature work of his that if you want somebody to really appreciate the, the strength and power of his voice um, and, and, and the beauty of his voice, like, it's all here right now. And that's the point uh, live in concert where the, the crowd kind of goes nuts, right? You have that big uh, kind of explosion uh, musically there. And I just wanted to point out how great the rhythm section sounds on this song, like Joey and, and Brad and Tom, um, you know, you really got to kind of listen for them because it's very much a Steven Tyler song. He, he was the sole uh, songwriter on this, but they're doing great work back there too. Yeah. And, 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 and there's a lot of layers to this song, you, you know, it's almost like an onion that every time you peel it back, you, you just have another layer underneath. And, and it's, it's really, um, it's one of the strongest. This is why I wanted it on there because especially early on in the podcast, like, like we were barely into double digits, you know, and he, here we are with this very haunting me melody and um, the harmonizing and, and, and Steven, Steven's, you know, Steven's doing a Steven thing in, in many of the best ways. And nothing's overdone, you, you know, and, and, you know, I feel like later on, a lot of the songs we love, um, it almost feels like they're just dialing it up to 11. And here they never, they didn't even have to dial up to 11 to make the song in 11. Yeah. They kept it at a four for the longest time. And now we're getting that kind of full force of, of Aerosmith here. Yeah. Fireflies dancing the heat. 
Uh, I just catch myself listening to the song. I know we should be breaking in and offering some uh, some comments or insights, but I was just really loving the song. Corey, I, I think it's safe to say right now, um, this is the, this is the king of the hill. Yeah, you know, of the songs on there, um, and look, we have some great stuff on there. We have some all time greats with James Got a Gun, Other Side. Um, this right now is going to be the one pushing the other ones off that mountain the longest. Interesting. We'll see because the the couple you named, uh, I'm pretty fond of. We'll see if Seasons of Wither can supplant them. But uh, the song's got a little bit of everything. What do you think of of these lyrics? Uh, you know, hard, hard to describe. He's not really telling a story so much as just kind of flowery prose, right? Well, I, I think I think he's describing a feeling, right? I, it, it feels more like. Like, like he's describing a feeling and, he, and, and, and um, you know, a lot of what I said from, from that quote at the top of the show is, is it was a state of mind. And, and I think that's what he's describing more so than telling an actual, like Janie's got a gun. He very clearly tells a story mm -hmm. and this, I feel like he's describing his feelings at this moment. And it's, you know, the, it's, this song is a mood. Right and 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 very much so, and I I, I think we're getting that from the lyrics to to, to the melodies, um, to 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 every 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 aspect of the song. Very much like a tone poem in a way, isn't it? Yep. You don't get a signature guitar solo really in that song, but you get enough guitar on the outro to get enough of that stank and flavor um, to blend into what the rest of the song is doing and to keep up with the tone of the song. And very much, I'm, I'm sure, Stephen Tyler, I can imagine Stephen going to Joe and saying, There's not really a solo in the song. You're going to get like 30 seconds at the end. And, 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 and don't blow the speakers out. Make it very understated. Make it make, make it understated, but 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 play with it and have fun with it. And he does. Um, and and there's it's a very restrained Aerosmith song, but in a lot of ways, it's the best of Aerosmith that, that we've heard so far. Mm -hmm. So, John, at the end of the day, you said right now this is the king of the hill. Are you standing by that? I stand by that today. You know, my mood changes week to week, Corey. I tell you what, I've certainly put it in the top three. Uh, I'm a big fan of the other side, and uh, JD's got a gun as well. But uh, Seasons of Weather, I think, is going to have a, a a long 
long lifespan on the mixtape and who knows maybe it's got legs from show 13 to show 300 and whatever can it do it i say absolutely and you know what steven would say about this song outstanding i know it's one of his all-time personal favorites he loves season of wither and that's why they they still do it uh 2006 uh, was still fairly recent I, I know it doesn't feel like it um but you know they got that big residency coming up in vegas i guarantee you they're going to break out seasons of wither at some point yeah no, they 100 percent will um and i wouldn't be surprised if it becomes a, a little bit of a staple in those shows out there um I hope everybody else really enjoyed it. Um, I guess now we're getting to the point where I need to throw a song back onto the dice and uh, give give me a second to think about it, Corey, because I honestly um, didn't like. I I, I kind of got lost in the song a little bit here, and uh, I I didn't really think of a, a replacement song. One one of the favorite aspects of this show for me, John, is the blind panic one gets when they realize their song was chosen. And now they've got to try and find one very, very quickly. Uh, and so that's why uh, for myself, if anybody out there has an idea of a song they want to hear or, or put on the dice, let us know. Let us know on our Twitter handle at BT Aerosmith or on my personal uh, Twitter at CD Morissette. If you got a song you want us to put on the die right away, let me know. And I'll be uh, pretty inclined to put it on there because, yeah, there's that blind panic, you know, either after the, the song just ends or during the song, we're like, oh my God, I got to pick one to put on there. What the heck do I go with? And I know John is frantically looking at his phone right now, going through the Aerosmith discography, trying to find a track to pick. How are you making out there? I was actually just trying to find the right track to pick. And I, 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 I think I want to go with Shame on You off of Dumb Mirrors. Shame on You. That's a song I am not really familiar with. And that's why I'm picking it because... I was, uh, you, you know, we, we've talked about Dumb Mirrors a few times as as kind of being like the, the lost album in the Geffen era. And I'd like to get a couple more tracks out of the way and see where they, see where they sit with us um, on this playlist. Well, there you go. That's a good one. Shame on you uh, from Done With Mirrors, now on the dice. So, uh, man, that's going to be interesting. It, it now joins Chip Away the Stone, Helter Skelter, you got to move sick as a dog and just push play. Uh, Going to be interesting next week to see what comes up. Uh, anything you want to add, John, before we uh, wrap it up here tonight? No, just just listen on to support our friend Ken and uh, you know listen to listen and support uh, Corey and Marco over over on uh, and the podcast will rock. Um, some pop back on radio, some podcast and and the podcast will rock. And thanks for listening to us. How is your uh, Red Dead uh, Redemption doing? I know on a uh, Previous episode, you talked about uh, maybe some uh, folks not being too kind to you uh, on that game. How's it been going lately? So, 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 so we've taken a little bit of a break. Um, Ken has really gotten into this. Uh, Ken's still playing on Twitch. Go follow Ken and support Ken. He's doing he's doing this uh, Lego Star Wars game now. Ken's really big in the Star Wars community, and it's a really cool uh, Lego Star Wars game that came out. And he's been playing that and just riffing and talking to folks on, on, on Twitch. So, so that's actually pretty cool to go, go watch and hang out and have a good time with that community over there. Damn it. Now I got to download Twitch. This is another thing I got to do. Like I, I got Twitter. Isn't that enough? But now, no, I want to, I want to see Ken play Lego star Wars. I think that'd be a blast because I know what a star Wars expert he is and how hilarious he is. Now I got to find out what the hell Twitch is. You know, you know, Corey, one day at a time, one app at a time. 
right right now. Why don't we let Mr. Mr. Tyler get the last word for us? Absolutely. On behalf of my partner, John Mariano, my name is Corey Morissette. And as always, we give the last word to Steven Tyler. Thank you.